2: now
4: JR, you're pretty popular, yeah. You got a lot of popular support. But we appreciate it, JR, and go win your race. You're gonna win. You're gonna win. People love this guy straight. Look at them yo-yos.
5: That's the way you do it. Play the guitar
1: on you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, candidate for U.S. Representative for Ohio 9, Jr. Majewski.
5: Oh,
6: thank you, everybody. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're just as excited as me to see the greatest president that the country has ever seen, Donald Trump. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is J.R. Majewski, and my pronouns are Patriot an ass kicker. That's right. Folks, I love God, I love my family, and I love this country. And I'm sorry, Joe Biden. I'll never apologize for having the will to fight for all three. How many veterans we got in here? Police officers stand up let's give you a round of applause Yeah tell you what speaking at a rally for a guy like me that grew up in uh, Toledo, Ohio, I got eagle bumps. We don't get we don't get goosebumps here. If you're at a Trump rally, you get eagle bumps am I right? I love you guys, too. Thank you very much. Front row Joes all over the country. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Folks, I spent 20 years in the nuclear power industry, working really, really hard. And I've dealt with some of the most dangerous material no demand, and that's called spent nuclear fuel. And I'm telling you right now, folks, in January, I'll be dealing and ready to deal with the most dangerous material known to the United States of America, and that's a Democratic Party. USA. I'm not gonna stand up here tonight or today and tell you everything that's wrong with the country. That's why we're here. We're here to fire Lion Tim Ryan. Marxist Marcy Captor and Nasty Nancy Pelosi.
5: <laughs> now I want you to know, this Ohio caucus is excited. Knocking us down, no more ma- I love you I love
6: each and every one of you and I want to be your representative up in the 9th district of Ohio and my, my opponent wants to be your congresswoman she's been there for 40 years and those things are not mutually exclusive. Take back, Take back Cedar Point. Am I the only one that finds it funny that the Democratic candidates in Ohio are pretending to be conservative? <laughs> Little Timmy Ryan and Marcy Captor are spending millions of dollars lying about J.D. Vance and I, but it's the same old baloney. Neither one of them are willing to debate us. I think it's because we got sweet beards. I really, though, I really think it's because they don't want to stand in front of two ultra mega candidates who are willing to hand them their voting records on a silver platter for every voter to see what they've done to this country. That's what this election is about, folks. It's a referendum on democratic policies that have ruined this country. The crisis at our border is a perfect example. The left has no problem dumping illegal aliens in our neighborhoods, but I didn't see any of them giving a glass of Chardonnay to illegal immigrants at Martha's Vineyard. Thank you, Governor DeSantis. You're a patriot, and we love you. I'm going to end with this. My specialty is energy, nuclear energy. We have a serious chance to make America energy dominant again. And I'm proud to say that with my background, I'll be the working member of Congress that's going to be the tip of the spear. And I'm going to turn that Green New Deal brown like the turd it is. This election is about cause and effect. The Democrats stole this country from us in 2020 and they're on a path to destroy it. And 2022 is our last chance to turn it around. So for those of you that are willing to stand on your feet and risk persecution, then fall on your knees in oppression, I ask you to join me in this new Ohio caucus because we're leading the charge to take the country back in 2022. And Donald J. Trump is on a war path to make America great again in 2024. That's right. And I can't wait to be a part of it. God bless all of you. God bless Ohio. And special shout out to my wife, Nikki, who finally is going to get to meet President Trump today. Thank you all.
7: Please welcome the 45th President of the United States, President Donald
5: J. Trump. See, we stand and sing from Detroit down to Houston and New York to LA, where there's pride in every American heart, and it's time we stand and say.
4: Well, thank you very much, and a very special hello to Youngstown, Youngstown, Ohio. And I'm thrilled to be back in the great state of Ohio, where today you have a football game going on, and it didn't affect this crowd. We have a great team, a great, I don't know if you know it or not, I'm the one that got Ohio State football for that season two years ago with the commissioner. We got it open. And that opened up everything. But I'm proud to be with hardworking American patriots. There's no people like you, no people. So it's Saturday night in Ohio. Should I do the two hour version of this speech or the one hour version? Hmm. Well, we're going to enjoy ourselves. There's a lot of bad news from our country but there's also a lot of hope and that's what we need we need hope we need competence because we certainly have not been getting it for two years you know that less than two months from now the people of ohio are going to vote to fire the radical left democrats you're going to send jd vance to the u.s senate You're going to elect an incredible slate of true American first Republicans up and down the ballot, and together we are going to end crazy Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. Under Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, and the ultra-left Democrat Congress, our country is being ripped apart, and the American dream is being torn to shreds. Sad, sad, sad. What's happening? The stock market just had one of the worst seven-day periods in history. And it actually had the seven worst day. Think of it. Seven worst day in the history of our country. It's been one of the worst years for stocks in history. How are your 401ks doing? Not too good. People are getting wiped out. If it wouldn't have happened, there was no reason for it. Inflation just reached another historic high. Congratulations. Surging food, energy and electricity prices are busting family budgets, crushing small businesses and causing shortages, suffering mayhem and despair. Yet Biden and the Democrat Congress keep spending us further and further into oblivion, Pouring fuel on the inflation fire and incinerating trillions of dollars of middle class wealth. They're doing it at a level that nobody ever thought possible. And Mitch McConnell ought to get on the ball and stop it in the Senate. He's like a Democrat. The economy is crashing. Your 401ks are collapsing. Murders, shootings, stabbings, rapes. Carjackings are skyrocketing, bloodthirsty criminals are laying waste to Democrat-run cities. The southern border has been completely erased. We no longer have a border. Think of it, two years ago we had the strongest border in the history of our country. We no longer have a border. Our country is being invaded. It's an invasion by millions of illegal aliens from all over the planet. And left-wing sickos are pumping toxic anti-American propaganda into the minds of our beautiful youth. They're destroying our youth. The choice this November is simple. If you want to continue this national catastrophe, vote for the radical left Democrats. Do it. Go ahead. You won't have a country left. If you want to stop the destruction of America and really reinvigorate that good old-fashioned American dream, you must vote Republican. Have to do it. For many years, a vile group of corrupt, power-hungry globalists, socialists, and liberal extremists in Washington has been waging war on the hard-working people of Ohio. They sold off your factories, shut down your coal mines, closed up your steel mill, shipped away your jobs, sacrificed your energy industry, threw open your borders and trampled on your values. And a poll just came out. Did you see it? I'm 18 points up on Biden. Who the hell wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be? We won Ohio twice, and now we're way up higher. We won it in two landslides. And now we have to give J.D. a landslide, because he's straight. have to give him a landslide. What a stake. But, you know, in coming in, I noticed some of the factories, the old buildings, and I said, you know, 50 years ago, that was something that was incredible. Now you look at them, and... They're uh, not looking too good. They're not looking too good. But we brought it back and we brought it back strong. And now they're letting it go back to China and these other places. But everything changed six years ago when you finally got a president who put Ohio first and put America first. We put America first. The moment I left my very luxurious and enjoyable life, I had such a nice life, now they want to say, uh, let's go get this guy. They've been trying for six years. They haven't made it. We're not going to let it happen. We're not going to let it happen. But I left a life of luxury and enjoyable life. I mean, it was incredible. I left it behind, stepped into the political arena. Thanks a lot. The radical-left Democrats have been fighting tooth and nail to stop me because they know I will never be loyal to them because I will only be loyal to you and to our country. Instead of focusing on solving problems for our country, The Washington Swamp, which I've gotten to know very well, oh, do we know it? uh, We know the good ones now and the bad ones. When I first went there, I've only been to Washington 17 times at that time. And do I know it now? I know the good ones and the bad ones. But the Washington Swamp has put us through one monstrous witch hunt after another. Russia, Russia, Russia! The Mueller scam! Impeachment hoax number one! A perfect phone call, remember? A perfect phone call. Impeachment hoax number two. Prosecutorial abuse and misconduct by lawless DAs and racist state attorney generals. The sham unselect committee on January 6th, which I thought ended a couple of weeks ago, when Liz Cheney lost by a record number. Nobody's ever lost so big in the party. Remember this, the fake news I just watched. They said, what's she going to do? What's her next move? She has such a wonderful future. She lost by 40 points in a great state. She doesn't have a wonderful future. And now the unprecedented weaponization of the Justice Department and the FBI to break into and raid the home of a former president of the United States. And the people behind these savage witch hunts have no shame, no morals, no conscience, and absolutely no respect for the citizens of our country. And I really believe it's 200 million people we're talking about, not the 75 million, which is a record in the history of our country for a sitting president, not the 75 million people that voted. I think it's a lot more than that. For six straight years, I've been harassed investigated, defamed, slandered, and persecuted like no other president and probably like no one in American history. (laughs) Yet all I have ever wanted and all we've ever fought for is to simply, very simply, make America great again. (laughs) The unhinged persecution of me and my staff, and they go into people that know me and they threaten them with jail time, unless you say something bad about Trump, they're threatening them. These people are sick, they're sick. (laughs) They go in and they take good people and they say, you're going to jail for 10 years, you're going to jail for five years, unless you say something bad about Trump, in which case you won't have to go to jail. I can't believe how people don't want to do it. They don't want to do it because they're legitimate and they see what's happening and they love our country. They see what's happening. But my supporters, what they've done, the radical Democrats and the deep state is a form of political repression. Unlike anything our nation has ever seen, it's a disgrace. And J.D., you got to get it stopped because they've never done what they do now is disgraceful. Everyone associated with this travesty will go down in history as scoundrels and arsonists who tried to demolish our justice system, shatter our most sacred traditions, and wipe out the very foundations of our democracy for their own selfish partisan gain and probably other reasons that we'll never know. You know, they spied on my campaign. Nobody likes to talk. They spied on my campaign and nobody wants to do anything about it. Can you imagine if I spied on the campaign? Forget Biden. How about Obama? Trump spied on Obama's campaign. Could you imagine what it would be? Maybe, maybe it would be death. They'd bring back the death penalty. They don't want to do anything. And we had a couple of attorney generals who weren't too great. But no matter what our sick and deranged political establishment throws at me, no matter what they do to me, I will endure their torment and oppression. And I will do it very willingly. They will never get me to stop fighting for you, the American people. And I will never quit because the fate of our country is at stake. I don't think we've ever had a more radicalized or dangerous time in our country. I watched Biden the other day with the red behind him and CNN changed it to pink. There they are. Look at all those people back there. They changed it to pink because they wanted it to look better. They wanted it to look better. But that was terrible, the terrible words that were said. But that's where they're coming from. But you know what? We're strong and we're smart. We're smarter than them. We're stronger than them. There are a lot more of us. Our cruel and vindictive political class is not just coming after me. They're coming after you through me. That's what they're doing. And they've already taken away your vote. They've taken away your voice. And now they want to take away your freedom. And it's not going to happen, by the way. But as Biden laid out in that hateful and extremely divisive speech in Philadelphia, where, by the way, crime is the highest it's ever been by a factor of like three times. The radical Democrats view 75 million Americans as enemies to be canceled and suppressed. Ain't going to happen. They want to censor you from the Internet, banish you from the public square, get you fired from your jobs, target you for destruction with 87,000 new IRS agents. Oh, we've been fighting that. We've been fighting them. Use the FBI to spy on patriotic parents and criminalize political dissent as if we were a third world country, a third world dictatorship. But the thugs and tyrants attacking our movement, and there's never been a movement even close in the history of the United States, have no idea of the sleeping giant that they have awoken. The American people will never accept the corruption and the ruination of our beloved country. And that's what they want to do. You look at these policies. These policies are mad. On November 8th, we are going to vote in record numbers. And we are going to send these left-wing lunatics a message they cannot cancel, silence or ignore. All the abuse, all the smears... And all the attacks will not dissuade us. They will only make us stronger, much stronger, (laughs) much, much stronger. I think they've made us much stronger. Tell you, there's more enthusiasm right now. There's more enthusiasm right now than I think there has ever been for the rallies and for everything, because you've seen... What a horrible job they've done. There was no reason for this inflation. Energy caused it. The energy went up from $1.87 and even lower. We had it down to $1.50, but it went up from $1.87 to 5 to 6, 7, 8. And now I filled up the strategic reserve, 75 million gallons. It hadn't been filled up for years and years. I got it at the right price, too. I got it when it was at an all-time low. I filled it up, and now he's using that to keep prices down as much as he can just before the election. And right after the election, it's going to double up and go higher than anybody ever believed. And it's not supposed to be used for that. The strategic reserves are meant for military purposes, for war, not to keep prices down for an election. Seventy-five million barrels we put in. Seventy-five. We got it for the right price, too. made, Made a good deal. We made a good deal. You'd be proud of me. We did a lot of things right. And we called a lot. I see outside there are a lot of people. Trump was right on everything. And I believe I was. I was right on everything. You look. Including Afghanistan and Ukraine. The Biden administration's outrageous persecution of the MAGA movement. I said to him, it's MAGA. It's MAGA. You know what MAGA means? Make America great again. We will stop MAGA. Did you see that? Didn't that? We will stop them. We will stop MAGA. Make America great again. We will stop America from being great again, is what he's actually saying. But nobody really knows, and he doesn't know. Somebody has to explain, what does MAGA mean? They have to explain that, J.D. You're going to explain it? One of our great, great congressmen is here. Did anybody ever hear of Jim Jordan? Now, we have to explain that MAGA means Make America Great Again. I remember when he was... uh, running for office, we will stop making America great again. I said, they can't say that, it just doesn't work. You know, let them say we're going to stop Trump policy or something. You can't say we're going to stop MAGA. But the outrageous persecution of the MAGA movement and probably much more than 50% of our country, in my opinion, only makes us more determined to secure our borders, restore public safety, Rescue our economy, protect our children, preserve our culture, defend our Second Amendment, which is under siege, drain the swamp and save our country. And I say this all the time. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just Two short years. Remember that just two years ago when I was in office, gasoline was at almost a record low, certainly over decades. 187, as I said, it even hit less than $1.50. We had to get it up a little. We got to save our oil companies. OK, you know, that was getting a little bit close. But they brag because now it's at six, seven, eight dollars, and then it came down a little bit. And I see these guys are, like, we've gotten oil to come down. It came down 32 cents. What a great job. Except it's double and triple what it was. They don't say that. They are the party of disinformation, including Russia crap and everything else they do. They're the party of total disinformation. With the help of our great. Ohio energy workers and coal miners under my leadership, we had American energy independence, and soon we were going to be dominant, totally dominant in energy, bigger than Saudi Arabia and Russia combined. Unbelievable. And now the United States is a beggar nation. We are begging for energy. And Biden and Democrat Congress, have just passed a massive anti-oil and gas bill to put Ohio energy producers out of business it's going to put them out of business and what happened to Joe Manchin Joe Manchin has destroyed West Virginia with a tax on coal what is that about well i predicted he was going to do that too remember i i couldn't believe it took him so long but i said that's going to happen with Joe Manchin i know him well We gave you the largest tax cuts and regulation cuts in American history. The radical Democrat Congress just passed one of the largest tax hikes in the history of our country, pulverizing the middle class. And it's going to pulverize your jobs, where do you see the numbers starting to come out? Under the Trump administration, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world with no inflation. Biden and the Democrat Congress created the worst inflation in 50 years, and that's going to get a lot worse. Because right after the election, when they stopped pumping the oil out of that beautiful strategic reserve that we had, millions and millions of barrels we pumped in, and now they're pumping it out so that we can keep the prices down a little bit. But you're going to see that 9.1% go way up. And that's a tremendous number. Hadn't been over 50 years since we've had a number like that. And their wild socialist spending spree has thrown America into a recession. We're now in a recession. There's no reason for us to be in a recession. We were doing it. You may be right. (laughs) We were doing things that nobody thought possible. You remember China was going to take the place of the United States as the world's largest economy in 2019. Except we did so well. That we were almost doubling them up. There was no way. And then I put some of those beautiful tariffs on steel to save your steel mill and factory. We took in hundreds of billions of dollars, and no other president has taken in ten cents for China. Not one president. I rebuilt our military, including our nuclear capability and the creation of Space Force, not since Air Forces that happened 78 years ago they surrendered our strength and turned afghanistan into the greatest humiliation our country has ever seen i believe it was the most humiliating time in the history of our country jd and i think that's why russia went in because uh, number 1 if i'm not there if i'm not there i'll tell you they figured let's this is the time this is the time but when they saw the humiliation when they saw taking out our soldiers first let's take out our soldiers first what kind of thinking is it and i'm the one
2: Order now
5: fighterflare.com
4: ...that got it down to 2,000. I wanted to get out of there. But they were there 21 years. I wanted to get it. I had it all set, but we were going to get out with dignity and with strength. And we were taking our soldiers out last, and we were taking our equipment out and our American citizens out. And we would have done it in a similar time frame. A great humiliation. And by the way, we brought hundreds of thousands of people in from that part of the world. And you're going to be paying a big price for that because some of those people, many of those people, do not do not love our country. I can tell you that they do not love our country. And now we have a war between Russia and Ukraine with potentially hundreds of thousands of people dying that would never have happened if I were your president. It would never have happened if they didn't rig the election. If the election weren't rigged, it would have never happened. Two years ago, we had the strongest border in history. Now we have the weakest border in history, and I think it's probably the weakest border of any country. No third world country, I don't care how bad they are, how poor they are, no third world country would allow to happen to their border what's happening now to ours. And don't believe the two million and three million, I believe it's ten million people are coming in. They're phony numbers when they say two or three million people, and that's a lot. That's bigger than most cities. But it's not the right number. It's much higher than that. We have no idea where they came from, who they are. We know nothing about them. We're going to pay a big price for a long period of time. We ended catch and release. We deported record numbers of illegal alien gang members. We we just I'll tell you. I have to. I have watched. I have watched MS13. I have watched the the our great. I call them soldiers because that's really what they were, ice, ice. They would go into these gangs in Long Island that came out of the toughest parts of South America, the toughest gangs in the world. They use knives, not guns, because it's more painful. They want pain. They don't want to shoot somebody. They want to cut somebody up, and they do. They cut up two young 16-year-old girls going to school. They cut them up for fun and killed them both. These are animals, and they allowed them into our country, and we have them by the thousands. And we were taking them out by the tens of thousands. And we were bringing them back to their countries, and at first they wouldn't accept them because they didn't accept them during Obama. And they wouldn't accept them. And I said, do we pay those countries money? Yes, sir, we pay them money. How much money do we pay them? "Sure, we pay them $750 million. Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala, and others, but these three primarily. I said, and what happens, Sir, they don't want their gang members back. They don't like people with tattoos on their forehead. They just don't like it. They just refuse it. They don't want them back. They're not going to take them, sir. You know, when we load up a plane, and they'd put planes on their runway so we couldn't land the plane, they wouldn't let bosses cross the border. They played very tough. You know, they're streetwise. They're smart. They don't want to have these people. They're criminals. Many of them are murderers, rapers. And what happened is I said, how much money? Sir, we pay him $750. I said, all right, please inform the three countries immediately. We're not going to pay them anything. The next day, the next day, I got a call, Jim Jordan. I got a call. He was in my office when I got the call. All three presidents, I thought it was like stage because they almost were like in succession and they weren't calling together. Sir, uh, we understand you're upset with us. Now, for years, they wouldn't do it, you know, with Obama. You couldn't get him back. So they'd grab these horrible gang members. You couldn't get them back. Sir, we understand that you're upset. No, no, I'm not upset. You're going to be upset because we're not giving you any more money. What's the problem, sir? So I said, well, you won't take these horrible convicts and other people that you released into our country illegally and you put them in caravans. I came up with that term, by the way. That was my term, like fake news and lots of other terms we came up with. <laughs> Crooked Hillary, we came up with Crooked Hillary. We came up with a lot of terms. said, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take them back. So we're not going to pay you anything. We stopped payment. No more money going to your country. Sir, we'd like to call you back immediately. He calls me back like 12 minutes later. Sir, we'd be honored to take these people back. We think they're very fine people. We would be honored to allow them back into our prisons. I mean, our country. And uh, it worked out. And ICE did an incredible job. We took them out of our country by the tens of thousands. Nobody wants to report it because they're fake news. They're very dishonest people. Very dishonest people. And we built hundreds of miles of border wall despite two and a half years of Democrat inspired lawsuits. I won all of the lawsuits. We had more than 11 and completely finished our original border wall plan. It was all done. And then we said, let's add 200, 200 miles more. And we had that almost finished. And then we had the rigged election. And in three weeks, it would have been finished. And they said, we're not going to finish it. And that's when I realized there's something wrong when they didn't want to finish the border wall, Jim, you know, when they didn't want to finish it. And the stuff was laying there. Then Texas and Arizona said, we'll finish it. And they took everything away. It was all done. It was just going to be put up. It would have taken three weeks to complete the additional 200 miles. In short, the election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being destroyed. I ran twice. I won twice and did much better the second time than I did the first, getting millions more votes in 2020 than we got in 2016. Think about it. We got millions, millions and millions. We got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country. By far, it's not even close. Millions and millions. I was told that if we got the same number as we did the first time, we got 12 million more. But I was told if we get 63 million, there's no way you can lose, sir. The biggest pollster said that. Well, we got 12 million more and we lost. We didn't lose we lost in their imagination. And we're leading Biden now in all the polls, and we're leading also all Republicans by record numbers. The Republicans are not doing too well. And now, after what happened and watching our country go to hell, we may have to do it again. us have to do it again. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay tuned. And we're up. We're way up in this great state. But first, we have to win a historic victory for the Republican Party this November. We have to do it. We have to swamp them because they cheat like hell. Among our highest priorities must be to end the nightmare Joe Biden and congressional Democrats have done, deliberately creating chaos on an open border. I thought they were, I don't know, can that be good politics when you look and you see millions of people just walking into our country? You know, somebody said they do it for, first of all, I'm doing so well with a Hispanic vote. I think most of those people are going to vote for me and a lot of Republicans. Wouldn't that be funny? Wouldn't that be nice? They let in millions and millions of people and they vote for Trump. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. But you know, it's very interesting. Uh, They're not coming from the three countries I named in Mexico and various parts. They're coming last month. Last month came from 132 different countries all over the world, all over the world. Just a few days ago, an illegal alien with three prior deportations and an outstanding warrant for attempted rape was arrested in Virginia after sexually assaulting and victimizing nearly two dozen women on a local walking trail. In the last two months, think of that. Walking trail. Nice walk. Let's have a walk. Nice walking trail. What he did to those women you don't want to know about in August, an illegal alien in Nashua, New Hampshire, brutally stabbed to death a 34-year-old woman who was so innocent, who was just there and stabbed and no problem. People are being shot and executed. Get on your knees. You probably saw it yesterday. Get on your knees and they shoot him through the head. A man that worked at a little retail store. Also last month, an illegal alien in Alabama. We love Alabama. I love Alabama. Kidnapped a 12 year old girl, sedated her, tied her to the bedpost, and assaulted her after he murdered and dismembered her mother and her 14 year old brother. The radical Democrat Congress has turned our country into one giant sanctuary for dangerous criminal aliens. In the Republican Party, we believe our country should be a sanctuary for law abiding citizens who love America. But if we are going to make America great again, our first task is to make America safe again. Right here in Ohio, our once great cities are now scenes of horror, riddled with bullet holes and soaked in blood, you know that. Dayton, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Akron, and Toledo are, All ranked among the deadliest cities in the nation, and they all are Democrat-run. In fact, of the 25 cities and deadliest places, but cities, I believe all are Democrat-run cities. Congratulations, Democrats. What a rotten job you're doing. You're destroying our country. (laughs) Eleven people were shot on Labor Day. Think of this. Eleven people. Is this even believable? In Cleveland, 11 people were shot in a single incident. Carjackings in the city are up 57%. Much of the crime wave is caused by drug dealers who, during the course of their lives, will kill an average of 500 American citizens, not to mention the destruction of millions of American families who are so devastated by drugs. It's an invasion of crime. And remember, much of the crime that we talk about is caused by drugs. And I'm calling for the death penalty for drug dealers and human traffickers. Which will, upon its passage... Reduce drug distribution and crime in our country by much more than 75%. That's in one day. You know, our great first lady, we set up a council. It was a blue ribbon committee, wonderful blue ribbon, a lot of socialites and people that, you know, they're nice people, okay? They don't know about the cartels. They don't want to know about them either. But we set it up and... We brought down numbers on drugs by 18%, but 18% is not the kind of number. Just a quick story, I was in China, and until COVID came along, I had a very good relationship with President Xi of China. There's nobody in a movie that can imitate him. You could go to Hollywood, I said it the other day. You could look all over at our actors. There's nobody in Hollywood that can imitate him. President Xi, I got along great with him. And in one of my meetings early on, I said, president president do you have a drug problem in China and he looked at me like what's this guy crazy does this guy not know life he looked at me and he said no why would we have a drug problem said well you have 1.5 billion people you have no drug problem his problem is that they make drugs for us and I told him you got to stop it by the way (laughs) fentanyl I said president what do you mean you don't have a drug problem? You know, somewhat naively. I said, what did Now they'll say, Trump said naively to the president. Now, you understand. They understand too, but they're very dishonest people. So he looked at me possibly saying, isn't he a naive person? And then I threw about uh, $400 billion worth of tariffs on him. So. But, but he said, he said, no, 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 we have no drug problem. I said, what do you attribute that to? He goes... Quick trial. I said, what's a quick trial? That means if somebody is a drug dealer, if somebody is caught distributing drugs and killing people in China, destroying the families of China, destroying our country, we have a quick trial. And he said it very strong. Quick trial means a fast trial, not one of these trials that takes 35 years. <laughs> With all of our wonderful liberal lawyers fighting like hell quick trial and he said uh, we find out that they did it and if they did it they get immediately executed we have no drug problem and they save millions and millions of lives same with singapore same with other countries every place that has a real death penalty a strict death they don't have any people dying of drugs i mean literally nobody because these drug dealers are smart They say, and she told me this, they say, you know what? If I want to keep doing drugs, if I'm going to continue to sell them, I'm not doing them in China. I'll go someplace else. Like, how about the United States of America when nothing happens? But think of it. We would reduce crime in our country by much more than 75% in one hour. In one hour. The day it's passed, it's got to be meaningful but you would reduce it in one hour. And I say it because it's very hard. Nobody ever talks this way. Nobody talks about the death penalty. It's a horrible thing to say. Even for me, it's a horrible thing, but they kill, I said, they kill 500 people. So the death penalty is very humane if you look at it and they destroy families long beyond the 500 people. So no more blue ribbon committees telling us what to do. We want the death penalty for drug dealers and for human traffickers, if you don't mind. So incredible. Under a Republican Congress, we should also pass emergency funding to hire thousands and thousands more police officers. We want police officers nationwide To put violent criminals behind bars and keep them behind bars, not let them out the following morning or the following hour. And we want the radical left, the Democrats, to leave our police alone. Let them do their job. Give them back their respect. They know what to do. We have to allow them to do their job. Nobody can do it like them nobody and to stop the lawlessness here in Ohio you need to vote yes on Ohio issue one to require courts to consider public safety when setting bail for dangerous criminals And just as importantly, you have to defeat the far-left Democrat phony running for the United States Senate. His name is Tim Ryan. And, And you know, he looked at my poll numbers. I think he's running, J.D., on an I love Donald Trump policy. Didn't he vote for Biden, Pelosi and Schumer 100 percent of the time and their policies are the worst? They're the worst. No, people call me. You know, Tim Ryan did a commercial. I think he really likes you. He doesn't like me. He doesn't like me. And I don't like him. He's been terrible. Tim Ryan is a militant left winger who is lying to your faces, acting as though he's my friend on policy, pretending to be a moderate so he can get elected and betraying everything that you believe in. He is not a moderate. He is radical left. 100% voted for these Biden disaster policies. Tim Ryden pretends to be for Trump, but when I was president, he only voted with us 16% of the time. And these are great policies for Ohio. And over the last two years, he has voted with Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest every single time. It doesn't matter on what. It doesn't matter how bad it is. He recently called on his supporters to kill, kill the MAGA movement. (laughs) Then he said, oh, that's not playing well in Ohio. Let's end that. He wanted to kill. Did you see that? We have to kill MAGA. Kill MAGA. Now, if he says it, it's fine. If I say, we'd like to raise our voice a little bit to the radical left, he's a, tre- he's a treasonous, it's treason, it's horrible, oh, he's such a bad person. No, he voted to, he wanted to, and he said it very strongly, kill MAGA. I don't think it works if I say it, but you know what? we better be careful and we better be strong and we better be smart because these people are coming after you and it's not going to be good and i don't believe we've ever had a nation that's had to endure this this is just the phase the stage of evolution that they're in it's getting worse and worse this green new deal is a destructive force and it's total bullshit i have to tell you (laughs) looking for another word because every time I do it, I get killed, you know? Even our great first lady, she'll say, you shouldn't have used the word bullshit. But but there is no better description. I can't think of, I have a very nice vocabulary. I can't think of a word that fits it better. Look at Germany. Germany decided to go windmills all over, you know, kill all their birds, windmills, they decided to go solar. Solar, I like solar, but it's very limited in its capacity. It can't fire their big, massive plants. And, you know, I took a lot of heat. I made a speech at the United Nations and I criticized Germany for making a deal on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Nobody ever heard of Nord Stream 2 until I came along. They had the thing almost built. And I said, What the hell is this? They're supplying Europe with oil and gas. And I said, That's not going to happen. And I told Angela Merkel, I'm sending her the flag, the white flag of surrender. I sent her the flag. But Donald, Donald, why did you send me this flag? I said, because if you look at the history of Germany and Russia, there's bad things happen. I said, and Angela, if you're getting 72% of your energy from Russia, here is the white flag because you will be surrendering very quickly. Who the hell thought it was going to happen this fast, right? And you know what happened? It was very interesting. When I was at the United Nations making a speech, there were like seven very handsome German gentlemen and they were smiling and laughing. They thought it was so cute. They thought it was so funny that I was making the statement. They're not laughing anymore. Most of them are thrown out of the place. And Germany now is going back to the old fashioned stuff. Including coal, by the way, but they have no choice. They won't have a country. They won't have a country left Who would have thought it was going to happen so quickly? This guy Ryan voted to raise taxes on Ohio families on 113 separate occasions including voting for Joe Biden's $326 billion tax hike on the middle class and every part of Democrats inflation-causing spending binge what a, what a disgrace. I mean, they got $4 trillion, and most of it's just wasted money. Throw it right out the window. It's going to kill us with inflation. I mean, they should have used the debt ceiling to stop it. McConnell should have used the debt ceiling. I could have stopped that thing in one hour. 15 minutes, I would have said, you can't have it because we have a debt ceiling. You can't have it. But they'll come back and use the debt ceiling on us. Mitch McConnell is a disgrace. And I hope you're going to do something about it, J.J. He's a disgrace. He could have stopped all of it. And they still have time. They'll try and pack the courts. They're trying to get rid of the filibuster. You know that. And if they get rid of the filibuster, those courts and, you know, the justices on the court. We put three great ones on. We have a couple of really great ones also. But... But they better be careful what they wish for because they're letting these people get away with murder and they're going to be packing the court and they're going to have 23 judges, 26 judges. It started off with, they went 13. I said, they won't stop. They'll have so many judges. You'll have to hire a massive furniture company to build all the seats for the judges. And if they get rid of the filibuster, there's a chance because Mitch McConnell never used the power. He had great power. He had great power. He could have stopped it with debt ceiling. Very simple debt ceiling. Sorry, we can't do it. He could have even been nice about it. Sorry, we can't do it. We have a debt ceiling. We can't do it. What a shame. They've used it on us. And this guy didn't want to do it. I don't know what his problem is. He is the worst leader. And you got to get him out of there. Tim Ryan is an anti-energy extremist who publicly stated that, quote, I support the green new deal made up by made up by a young lady that i don't think she ever even studied anything about the aoc aoc i don't think she ever even studied at at boston college right boston university she was a poor student and she didn't take courses in the environment other than that she knows a lot about what's going on she's got a good line of crap i'll tell you that because Nancy Pelosi's, they're all afraid of these people. You know, Israel used to have the strongest love It was so powerful. You couldn't say a bad thing about Israel 12 years, 15 years ago, right? Today, it's like Israel is like these people are just trying to take over Congress. It's terrible. Ryan called for completely abolishing gas-powered automobiles from the road. Oh, that's another beauty. A suicide plan that would obliterate the Ohio... Water. This is going to destroy your industry. The industry will be destroyed. Bankrupt Ohio energy industry send electricity prices. We can't even supply the electric now without every car. And as you'll hear me say in a couple of minutes, they don't go far enough. They cost too much money. They got every problem. And remember, the batteries are all made in China, right? But you'll hear me say it in a second. I don't want to repeat myself, so I'll say it in a second. And trigger rolling blackouts all across your state like they're having in California. California now is a disaster area. Every day they're issuing, please, please turn off all air conditioners. Please turn off your televisions immediately. We don't have any power because we're fired by wind. Wind. Remember when I used to kid, but I wasn't kidding. Darling, I want to watch the president tonight on television. This president. I want to watch him on but we won't be able to because the wind is not blowing, darling. (laughs) We have absolutely no energy. The birds are dying, but the wind is not blowing. They're all made, you know those big turbines they're all made in China and Germany, by the way, in case you had any doubt. Tim Ryan voted to support the Marxists, defund the police movement, while also voting against legislation to prevent the FBI and Justice Department from targeting patriotic parents. And by the way, Patriotic politicians also. Tim Ryan fully supports the open borders left, having voted against the border wall. I used to have to fight this guy, and now all of a sudden he's saying, what a wonderful plan we had. I was always fighting him. I never liked that guy very much. And I won his area by a lot. And he voted three times to support taxpayer-funded extreme late-term abortion, ripping babies from the mother's room right up till the moment of breath. Right up until the moment of birth. And by the way, if you watch the former governor of Virginia or even after birth, we put the baby aside and then we essentially execute the baby. No, these are radical rights. It's been turned back over to the states. The states are going to do the right thing. And everybody's wanted it, including Ruth Bader Ginsburg wanted it. It should be in the states. And the Republicans have to get smart with that issue. It's a very smart... I'm a person like Ronald Reagan, the three exceptions. You have a certain term, you have a lot of things, but the fact that it was turned over to the states is going to prove to be very, very positive event. And uh, they can't let people vote the wrong way on an issue that a lot of people don't understand. It's turned over to the states. And uh, it's working out, and it's working out in a lot of places very well. And the places where it's not working out, it will work out. Perhaps worst of all, Tim Ryan has pledged that if he's elected, he will provide the tie-breaking 50th vote to abolish the filibuster. He wants to do it so badly, meaning Democrats will quickly ban voter ID, gut election integrity, pack the Supreme Court, grant mass amnesty to millions of illegal aliens, and bankrupt our country. Remember I used to say our country, if they win, will become Venezuela on steroids. Guess what? It's going to be worse than that. It's going to be worse than that. And it's becoming a very violent, vicious place. Our country is becoming a violent, vicious place, even politically. And they're the ones that are violent. We are nice and easy. They are the ones. These are violent people. These are lunatics. These are sick people. And in the case of our president, I really don't even think he has any idea what's happening. I really don't believe it. I don't believe it. A vote for Tim Ryan is a vote to extinguish America's future. Republicans must make sure that the people that are not helping us in Washington — and I think this is something that J.D. is going to be so good because he's a tough cookie. You need a tough cookie. And by the way, speaking of that, because we have a lot of people from Pennsylvania here, Oz, Oz is a good man. You got to get out. Got to get out, right, J.B.? We got to get out and vote for Oz. You got a lot of people. We got a lot of people from Pennsylvania. I've known Oz for 25 years. I was on a show years ago. He said he's really, really healthy, but he could lose about 20 pounds. I said, I don't like this guy at all. I don't like that. Then I came back and I said, I guess he's right, isn't he, but Oz is a great guy also, and he's a very strong voice, and this Fetterman is, is a total whack job. Total whack. And you need somebody that can represent your state, so vote for Oz. Tim is running against an incredible patriot, Ryan, a man who will take the fight to Biden, the media, and the radical left each and every day, and he's doing it right now. I mean, I see what's going on. It's very, I'm very close to this state. I watch my polls in the state. They just keep going up, up, up. 18 points, can you imagine? 18, 18 points. And then the New York Times did a fake story today, big front page that JD wasn't sure if he wanted my support. JD is kissing my ass, he wants my support. I'm 18 points up. If I was 18 points down, he wouldn't want my support. I'll tell you, Jim Jordan wants my support, and he's doing just fine, right? No, these are fake people. These are dishonest. These are very dishonest people. J.D. is a former Marine, highly respected, a Yale-educated lawyer, and a brilliant mind who will make Ohio proud. The media and the Washington establishment despise J.D. Vance because they know he's an America first warrior who has the guts to get the job done. That's why the New York Times, which is, I call it the failing New York Times, it will fail. Another prediction. It will fail. Take a look at its unfunded liability. It's going to fail. But it's so bad. You know, they do these stories and they don't call. In the old days, even if somebody was against me, they'd call, you'd debate it out, fight, fight, they'd fight, back and forth, somebody wins, it's okay. They'd also call, they had things called fact checkers. We're going to say that J.D. Vance, even though you're leading in the highest number ever in the history of Ohio, that J.D. Vance does not want your support. I said, J.D. Vance is a brilliant guy. I think that's wrong. I know that's wrong, but they used to have fact checkers where they'd call. Today, they just write whatever they want. The Times tells, I don't even think it's the writer's fault. The Times says... Go out and knock J.D. Vance. Get him to lose votes because we don't want to lose the great state of Ohio. They're going to lose more because what they do is so dishonest. They're going to end up losing by numbers. J.D., you will be surprised at what's going to happen. I really believe that. All the bravest and boldest conservatives in the country are behind J.D. Tucker Carlson, good guy. Senator Josh Hawley. Really good guy. Stephen Miller, he loves the border. Sean Hannity. What a good guy he is, Sean. What a sweetheart. He loves our country. It's not me, it's he loves our country. My two sons, you probably never heard of them, Don and Eric. They're big JD fans. And the entire MAGA movement is for JD Vance. And when JD wins his race this November, You are going to hear wailing from every corporate newsroom in New York and Washington. And you're going to hear crying Chuck Schumer howling with rage because J.D. Vance is going to clinch the Senate for the Republicans. This is a very important race. This is a great person who I've really gotten to know. Yeah, he said some bad things about me, but that was before he knew me and then he fell in love. Remember I said that about Kim Jong-un, he fell in love and they said, oh, Trump is saying he fell in love. Actually he did if you want to know that. J.D., please come up and say a few words. J.D. Vance.
7: Are we having a good time? Is it great to have the president back in Ohio? Look, here, here, here's the thing about this crazy, lying, fraud, Tim Ryan. His whole attack against me is that I'm, I'm out of state, I'm from California, even though the reason I left the state when I was 18 years old was to enlist in the United States Marine Corps and go and serve my country. But the, the, the president may not even know this, you know, Tim Ryan has not one but two books on yoga and meditation. Tim Ryan has called to ban gas-powered cars, and Tim Ryan has voted for the Green New Deal. Who's from California, Tim? It sounds like you are. (laughs) Look, this is simple. We gotta get back to common sense. We gotta stop hiring 87,000 IRS agents. We gotta fire those guys and hire some Border Patrol agents. And we gotta go back to the policies that this guy delivered that made this state free and prosperous and secure. Let's do it. November 8th, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. God bless you.
4: Thank you very much. Go out and vote for JD. Great guy. Great guy. And to those here, again, you gotta help us out. You gotta go out and just vote. Right down the line for Republicans. We're also joined tonight by three outstanding candidates for Congress. One of them I know very well. He worked in the White House with me for close to four years. He's an incredible young guy. He's strong. He's brave. Max Miller. Where's Max? Max Miller. Just got married to an incredible person. Great job. I hear you're really doing well, but I don't want to tell you that. I saw a poll that was very good. I don't want to tell you that. Assume you're losing by one, okay? (laughs) But he's doing very well. Get out and vote, right? Good. Thanks, Max. Great job you did in the White House, too. Thank you very much. (laughs) Just got married. Madison Jesiotto Gilbert, who has been a friend of mine for a long time. She's never let anybody down. She's got a fantastic husband, her relationship, her whole thing, her relationship to the people of Ohio has been incredible, and she has taken the state by storm, and I'm very proud of her. Madison, please stand up. Get out and vote for her. Great job, Madison. And a man who at another Ohio rally, I'll never forget this one. Yeah, Jr., you know who I'm talking about. J.R. Magister. You know, he was running against like four professional politicians, all very good. They were all good. And they told me, well, J.R. is just doing this for fun. He's not. I said, well, that's all right. Let's see. But then I fly in and I see this massive field, wheat field, and it was cut. Trump. Trump. The letters were like 60 feet. So I'm flying in. I'm looking down. I said, look at that field. I said, who did this? It's a guy named J.R. Majewski. And I called him out at the rally. And he wasn't really campaigning too hard because he wasn't really thinking about beating these four professional politicians. But I called him out and I found him fascinating. And he is a brilliant guy, actually. He's a physicist and lots of I thought he was a farmer. But that's just as good as far as maybe it's better if you want to know the truth. But he went out. And he did this in this big field, and I called him out, and that was it. But I gave him a big, I gave him a much bigger build-up than anybody else, didn't I, JR? So I called him out, I said, I got to see what this guy, where is he? And we had 27,000 people. So I'm trying to find one person. I'm saying, we found him. He was all the way in the back. I said, what kind of a location is that for a guy running for Congress? But I called him out, and that was the end of it. And then two months later, they had the election, And they said, and in a major upset, J.R. Majewski wins the nomination. Unbelievable. Wasn't that unbelievable? And he's a very serious person running against somebody who's absolutely terrible. And I think you're going to win again and you're going to win. You're a voting getting machine. You must be sitting next to Jim Jordan because anybody can get votes like that. You have to be. Jim Jordan, NCAA wrestling champion. You don't know about Jim. Jim won against everybody just about. He would beat the hell. I'm never going to fight him. I'm a little larger than him, but I'm never going to fight him, I promise you. (laughs) But Jim Jordan is very special to me because from day one, he was against impeachment hooks one, impeachment hooks two, the Mueller scam. Remember the Mueller report that ended up in no collusion. By the way, the FBI colluded with Russia. It was the exact opposite. Did you see last week? It was the FBI that colluded, Jim. It wasn't Trump. For two years, we had to say, no, no. In fact, the guy who was in charge of the case was, they say, getting money from Russia. Oh, man, what a country we have. We got to fix our country. It's so sad. But I'd like to ask... Jim Jordan, special man to stand up. Please, Jim. NCAA champion. It's a big deal. You know, his son, his beautiful son, both of them are great wrestlers. But I spoke to one. I said, how good are you? Well, I'm good. How good are you? Well, I'm an all-American. That's pretty good, you know. So I said, so let me ask you a question. Actually, he's a big guy. He's at a slightly higher weight class than you, right? He's a big, strong guy. I said, so you're All-American. Good. So how would you say proportionally, how would you say you are compared to your father? He said, honestly, sir, I'm nowhere near my father. My father was much better than me. How about that? Isn't that nice? He's an All-American wrestler. But Jim was the best. The best. So great, Jim. Great to be with you. Also with us Bill Johnson a man that's been my friend for a long time with his incredible wife both stand up Thank you, Bill. Great job Good man Great family a woman who's very quiet very shy. She said yes, you can come into my house You can break my doors. You can do whatever you want Then she takes a gun. She f- spins it around like Annie Oakley who by the way came from Ohio She spins it around and puts it back. I never saw a gun handled like that by anybody. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She said, you can come into my house, but you may not get out. You may not get out. Her house, everybody leaves her house alone, right, Marjorie? The Ohio Secretary of State. Frank LaRose thank you Frank thank you great job great job Ohio auditor Keith Faber Keith great son Keith these are three very important people that I met tonight Ohio Supreme Court justices Sharon Kennedy Pat Fisher and Pat DeWine. Good. Get out and vote for them, right? Vote. Great job you're doing. A highly respected court. Great job. Thank you very much. The candidate for Mahoning County Commissioner, Gino DeFabio. Gino DeFabio. And Gino, look at him. Look how skinny he is. He lost 150 pounds. What's going on? How do you do it, Gino. How'd you do it? We'll have to tell Oz about you. He'll give me a little, you'll give me a hint. You lost 150 pounds. Man, oh man, that's great. Well, you never look better. You're a handsome man. I wouldn't say he's exactly small, but that's a lot of weight. You look great. Thank you, Gina, very much. Congratulations. A friend of mine... We've gone through two campaigns together in Ohio. We won both in a landslide, and now we're doing better than we've ever done. And he is great. You know, I had a choice of five or six guys. And I, you know, I like, I do like Polish people. And I heard the name Paducek. Bob Paducek. I said, I sort of like that name. So I picked him. I got lucky. I picked him. It was like picking a winner because when I picked him, I didn't know was he good, was he bad. And he turned out to be incredible. And now he's the head of the whole party, Bob check. Thank you, Bob. What a job you've done. The numbers are looking really good, too, Bob. Great job. And my friends Bernie and Bridget Marino, they're here. Bernie and Bridget Marino, great job. They have a nice addition to their family. And Max Miller... That's a good, I told him, I said, Max, you got so lucky with this guy. And I know Max better than you do, Bernie. I'm telling you, I know this guy under stress, and he was cool as a cucumber. He's a winner. And also a really incredible friend of mine and his wife, Janet, J.J. and Janet Cafaro, a rich guy, got nothing but cash. <laughs> nothing but cash. Where is he? Stand up. This guy's central casting. Thank you very much. It's great. With the help of everyone here today over four incredible years, we achieved more for the hardworking people of Ohio than any administration in history. After decades of false promises and bitter betrayals, we ended the disaster known as NAFTA, the worst trade deal ever made in the history of our country. And replaced it with the USMCA, that's Mexico and Canada. The best trade deal this country has ever made, although I actually think the one we made with China is better. When the China virus came in, I didn't have ever even talked about it. But, you know, the China deal we made is probably even better. But the USMCA is great because JD, Mexico and Canada want to change it. They want to renegotiate the deal. Would you please, when you're in the Senate, make sure that doesn't happen? Because they were taking advantage of us for years with NAFTA. And now we have a great deal that was done very beautifully. Don't let them renegotiate the deal. Don't give up anything. To defend Ohio's industrial base and save countless jobs, we placed stiff tariffs on foreign aluminum and steel. We saved our steel and aluminum industries. Anybody into steel? I think the people that like me the most are the steel people. Steel mills, aluminum plants, and factory floors across Ohio roared back to life. As William McKinley, you know, he's a great president. He was the king of tariffs. That's why I like him, because he said that uh, we don't want other foreign powers coming in here and stealing our wealth. He was hailed from right here. He came in from this right this location. As you know, he was assassinated, but he never got the credit that he should have gotten. He made our country very rich. He said that the protective tariff policy of the Republicans has made the lives of masses of our countrymen sweeter and brighter. You know, uh, he was followed by a wild man, Teddy Roosevelt. But you know, Teddy Roosevelt goes down as a great president. But William McKinley made our country rich as hell. So that Teddy went out and spent a lot of money on doing a lot of good things, probably some bad things too. But he had a war chest of money because of McKinley. McKinley tariffed the hell. He said, I don't want countries coming in here and raping our country and stealing our jobs. That was William McKinley. And it used to be Mount McKinley in Alaska. They took that name off and that's too bad. Or as he said, even more simply, we ought to take care of our own nation and her industries first before we start taking care of other countries. And I really, I really, I'm a fan of William McKinley, but he made our country very, very rich. They had a thing in uh, 19, well, 1887, 1887, long time ago, they had a conference and it was called the International Tariff Conference. And the whole conference was about, and this is a a disaster, the whole conference was about what to do with all the money that America was making. We had so much, we didn't have debt, we didn't have bonds, we didn't have anything. What to do with all of the money that we were making from our policies. And today we're making other countries rich. We're letting other countries take advantage of us with the military, with the trade, with everything. We're losing our shirts on everything. You know, it's interesting. Ukraine, we want to help people. We want to help. It's a horrible thing. Would have never, ever happened. 100% would have never happened, should have never happened. But we gave now $80 billion, and Europe has given six. Now, Europe is a similar size when all added up to the United States, the economy, Europe, if you add it all up. And they're in for a lot less money than us. And, you know, it's a sad thing because they're in for less, but they're affected a lot more than we are. So you've got to get somebody to do it. It's like with NATO. I said, if you don't start paying your bills, when I came in, 28 countries, most of them weren't paying. We were paying for everybody. We only had eight countries that were current. The rest were not current, to put it nicely. And I said, you're going to have to pay your bills. They said, well, does this mean you won't protect us if we don't? I said, that's exactly what I mean. We took in $400 billion after that statement with Bush and with Obama and all these others. They took in nothing. They wouldn't even talk about it. They didn't want to insult anybody. I'll never forget the prime minister of a certain country stood up. Sir, does this mean if we're not paid up, does this mean that... The United States will not protect us if we are attacked by Russia. I said, that's what it means. Yes, it does. The press never reported that. I said, that's what it means. We will not protect you. The following day, the money poured in. I said, if you're delinquent, you know, like in real estate, if you're delinquent, we're not going to do it. I withdrew from the job killing Trans-Pacific Partnership, which would have destroyed you. And when Whirlpool and Jim Jordan informed me that they were in serious trouble and may have to go out of business, they were ready to go out of business, Jim Jordan, right? And we went and saw the head of Whirlpool, He was a nice guy, I came into my office. He said, Sir, South Korea and China are dumping washing machines and dryers and all this stuff. They're dumping it all over our country. I said, Is it good? He said, It's okay. It's not as good, but it's okay. But we can't do it for that. And I put a 50% tariff on all machines, washing machines and dryers coming into our market. And Whirlpool now is a thriving success. They like me at Whirlpool. See, if I was Biden, I would have done that. But before I did it, I would have gone and bought stock. I would have bought Whirlpool stock. Hunter would have bought it, because that way there's no conflict, according to them. Let's go out and buy some Whirlpool stock, Dad, and then I want you to put tariffs on everything coming in. Come on, Dad, let's do it. And, you know, how about 500? You know, I'm supposed to put a, a painting up in the White House and another one up in the National Museum. So I'm seeing these great artists. One of them did a he so wants the job. And he did just a sketch, it took him a week, and it's just so beautiful. I said, you don't have to do any better than that, that's good, I don't need it. He said, no, no, I want to do much better. I said, how much? It's like peanuts. And then I see, I want to say, okay, let's say around $20,000, let's say I could probably get it for less, but peanuts. Hunter Biden gets $500,000, and they take paint and they throw it up on the wall it's a disgrace is it a disgrace or what it's so sad what's happened but we saved whirlpool because we live by two simple but vital and very important rules buy american and higher american we saved many companies we saved many companies we saved many many companies to defend ohio energy jobs i withdrew from the one-sided paris climate accord would have cost us a trillion dollars. Cancel the falsely named Clean Power Plant. I said, I'm going to get killed when I cancel this. That's where the farmers couldn't use their land if there was a little puddle they considered it a lake. And just as I promised, we put our miners back to work. We love our miners. I saved the historic Lima Army tank plant. And I call it Lima. And you know, when I came here, We came here, we came here, and they said they were going to close this plant that makes army tanks. I said, oh, well, that sounds okay. was it part of the plan. And I said, really, when are you doing that? Well, we're doing it right now, sir. Lima. We're doing it right now. I said, I want to see it. And we came here before I was president, all right? I was president-elect. We had won the race, president-elect. And I came to this plant, and I said, you're not closing this plant. Are you crazy? The, the level of detail, I looked at these tanks that weigh tons and tons and you could practically spin the turret around by, with the ball bearings that they had and with the complexity, I mean it's a computer operated thing so incredible, the best tanks in the world, the best in the world. I said, we're not closing this plant. And now we're making the record number, we've never made so many tanks so we sell them to other countries that are friendly. And uh, that was a good move. I said, if you ever if you ever close this plant, you will never be able to open up another plant that can do this. You'd never be able to get the talent. You'd never be able to get the help. This plant was massive, and we saved it. And that was a great that was a great thing we did. We fought for Ohio, and we won for Ohio. And this November, we're going to fight. November, we're going to fight. We're going to win for Ohio once again. One of the first things we will do is to stand up for parents' rights. Can you believe I even have to say it? Think of it. Think of it. I'm saying, who would ever think? Can you believe I'm a politician, I guess, right? Somebody said, are you a better businessman or politician? I said businessman. They said, well, there are a lot of successful businessmen. There was only 45 people that became president or thereabouts. You've got to think about that last statement. But it's time to finally and completely break the radical left's corrupt education cartel. Our children are captives to unhinged Marxist educators who are pushing inappropriate sexual, racial and political material on our children from the youngest possible age. I mean, when they're six years old, they're learning about things that they don't want to learn about. And they always have regrets. There's so many such regrets later on. Who did this to me? Who did this to me? At long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of the indoctrination and send their child to the public, private, charter, religious or homeschool of their choice. In addition, we will get critical race theory out of our schools, out of our military and out of every part of the federal, state at local government, we will also keep men out of women's sports, so politically. (laughs) It's so sad when you look at what's happening, men going into women's sports, and you see the records are being broken at levels that nobody ever dreamt possible. I tell the story of the swimmer She. Do you want to hear me? Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear that? Does anybody want to hear that story? You know, it's very politically incorrect to talk about it because a lot of people, even on the teams, they don't want to talk about it. They get criticized because they're not politically correct. So what happens is this young lady who's a beautiful person and a great swimmer, and she was going to break the record by one eighth of a second. She worked so hard. She worked all her life for this chance. And she looked to her left during the meet and she saw young ladies that he, she was against for years since they were young. And she looked to her right and she saw young ladies that she was against for years, but right next to her was this giant person. She looked up. He had a wingspan somewhat the size of Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. Do you know her? Do we know Wilt? Wilt the Stilt. And she said, he's big. Anyway, she went out and she swum her heart out. She swum and she swum, but she suffered greatly. You know what happened? She got windburned from the guy going so fast by her. He burned her up because the wind was just brutal. And she didn't quite make it, but he did. He beat the record by 38 seconds. This is a woman. I, I think women are gonna have a hard time beating their record or the weightlifter, 206 pounds, I wanna lift and this young lady was fantastic, very strong, very, very strong. Two hundred and six—that's a lot, right? That's a lot. I don't know if I could lift two hundred and six pounds. Could I lift Jim two hundred and six? He says yes. Well, that's because he's—I think maybe I don't know—could lift it a little bit. But no, he goes out and uh, and the one young woman, she's great. She's really powerful, strong. She gets up, ah, ah. She gets it up to here. couldn't do it and then this guy came out and they interviewed him before have you lifted before not too much oh well he's not very experienced he comes out stands over the weights I think he broke the record by like a hundred pounds this is the craziest thing I've ever heard and you know it's very demeaning to women honestly it's very demeaning so I think it's crazy It's crazy, so I I don't know. I never spoke to JD about this. I assume we're all together. I can tell you, Jim Jim Jordan, Jim is not going to be wrestling anybody that he wants to wrestle males. How do you think you do against a female conversion? I don't know, Jim. I'm worried about you. (laughs) If she ever won, I would lose a lot of respect for you, Jim. (laughs) And no teacher should ever be allowed, Ever. You know this, to have anything to do with what you're doing with your child, you have to make the decisions for your child. We don't want them teaching transgender to our children without parental consent. Republican majorities... We'll also have to move quickly to fix the rot at our federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies. Just this week, it was revealed that Igor Denchenko, I think that sounds like a slightly Russian name, the foreign national who fabricated some of the most ridiculous smears and lies in the phony Steele dossier. It was all phony. How would you like to be me and go home and explain that one to my wife? Darling, it wasn't true. I swear it wasn't. Remember that one with the hookers from Russia? (laughs) Darling, I'd like to explain this to you. It was all phony. It was all a phony made up corrupt thing by the Democrats working with a paid informant of the FBI. Remember, we were supposed to be working with Russia. It was the FBI and the Democrats that were working with Russia. And now it's all coming out. And I hope they make a big deal out of this, not sweep it under the carpet. Because I think it's one of the biggest stories in 50 years. If that were a Republican instead of a Democrat, it would be the biggest story. It would never end. In other words, the FBI was paying a Russian who made false smears to try and take down the president of the United States. This was while I was president. It was also recently revealed that the FBI went to Facebook in the weeks just before the 2020 election and told them that the Hunter Biden laptop was all Russian disinformation, don't use it. And the pollster said that if that word had gotten out, it would have made a 17-point difference. But we won the election by a lot anyway, it was too bad. <laughs> to root out this appalling corruption, we need to pass historic reforms to tell the deep state, you're fired, Do you remember The Apprentice. Another one of our highest priorities under Republican Congress will be to stop left-wing censorship and to restore free speech in America, which we do not have. And go out and sign up now for Truth Social, which is doing great. It's hot and it's a hell of a lot better than Twitter will ever be. Twitter's got a lot of headaches right now, folks. The radical left Democrat party is not a 50% party within our country. I really don't believe it. They're against God, guns, oil, law enforcement, voter ID, tax cuts, regulation cuts, the Constitution, and they're against our founding fathers. Other than that, actually, they're quite good. (laughs) The way they win is to cheat in elections. I really believe it. How can you have those policies defund the police. Who's going to vote for that? Everywhere the Republican Party has the chance we must pass critical election integrity reforms including universal voter ID, citizenship confirmation. They don't want they don't want citizenship confirmation. No more fake drop boxes. Can you imagine? $417 million spread out all over the country. But if you're a Republican and you give $5,667 They put you in jail. This guy gave 417 million. It was cash all over the country and nothing happens. No private money pouring into local election offices and ultimately, we need same-day voting with only paper ballots, okay? Same-day voting. Should do that. Here in Ohio, you also need to vote yes on issue two on the ballot this fall. To ensure that, this is sort of simple, that only American citizens can vote in American elections. Can you believe it? Can you believe I have to, J.D., can you believe I even have to say that? Only American citizens should be allowed to vote. Who the hell, I mean, can you imagine having to say it? Think back 10 years, you think that would, nobody would even think of this stuff. We're just two months away from the most important midterm election in American history. I believe that we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot steal it or rig it. That's what you have to do. This is the year we're going to take back the House. We're going to take back the Senate and we are going to take back America. 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back our magnificent White House. We're going to take it back. Together, we will fight for more jobs for Ohio families, fair trade for Ohio workers, and more Ohio factories, forging more products stamped with that beautiful phrase made in the USA. Very beautiful. We will shut down Biden's border disaster, reinstitute our strong remain in Mexico policy. Not easy to get it, I got it. Remain in Mexico. Strengthen the patriots of ICE and Border Patrol. These are incredible people. We will again end catch and release. We will end chain migration, which is a disaster. All things I did, and then they just opened it up. They opened up the spigot. We went from the worst mess when I came in, and then we got it better than ever before. Nobody thought it was possible, and now it's 10 times worse than it ever was. We will end the visa lottery, and we will clamp down on illegal immigration just like we did less than two years ago. We had the strongest border. Now we have a border that's the weakest we've ever had. Never seen anything like it. We will stop the crime wave in Democrat-run cities. We will give our police the power they need and the respect they deserve. And we will not take legal protection away from them. We will protect our police. We will restore law and order in America. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus upon the world. We will defend our constitution. We will defend the second amendment and we will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools and we will teach our children to love their country honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. We love our flag. (laughs) And in conclusion, our MAGA movement, Make America Great Again, is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. And the fake news doesn't even... Dispute it If it was even a little bit incorrect, they would be disputing it all day long. But our fake news won't do that. Together, we are standing up against some of the most menacing forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever, ever, ever seen. Despite great outside dangers, our biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within our country. And you people deal with them all the time. They are sick people. There's something wrong with them. But no matter, I love you too very much. <laughs> Thank you. And that was the guy. Where's the guy that just yelled? Look at this guy. He's my kind of guy. Oh, are you the one that did it? Congratulations. What a beautiful voice you have. What a beautiful voice. Thank you. 66, you don't look a day over 65. No, you don't look. You look great. Thank you, darling. I appreciate it. But no matter how big or powerful the corrupt radical left Democrats that we are fighting against may be, you must never forget this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you at 66. Nation belongs to you. This is your home, this is your heritage, and our American liberty is your God-given right. Your God-given right. They want to take that away from you. From Akron to Toledo, from Cleveland to Columbus, and from Dayton to right here in Youngstown, Ohio. You inherit the legacy of generations of Americans who risk everything they had for their beloved country. Ohio is the state that gave us American heroes, icons, and legends with names like Neil Armstrong, Annie Oakley, and the great General and President Ulysses S. Grant. He's done — he's really come back a long way over the last 10 years, hasn't he? And this is the state that gave us legions of farmers and soldiers and steelworkers and skilled craftsmen who built this country with the sweat of their brows, the strength of their spines, and the goodness of their souls. It's a great place. I love Ohio. I used to work in Ohio. I used to work in Ohio. I loved Ohio. Your Ohio ancestors fought the battles. They broke the barriers, and they conquered the unknown dangers. They pushed into uncharted frontiers, and they made America into the greatest nation in the history of the world. But now, we are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years, and where the stock market finished the worst, first half of the year since 1872, Likewise, we are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history. We are no longer energy independent or energy dominant as we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela, Saudi Arabia and many others for oil. Please, please, please help us, Joe Biden says. Yet we have more liquid gold right under our feet than any other country. We are a nation that is consumed by the radical left's Green New Deal, yet everyone knows that the Green New Deal will lead to our destruction. We are a nation whose leaders are demanding all electric cars, even though they can't go far, cost too much, and whose batteries are produced in China with materials only available in China when unlimited amounts of gasoline is available inexpensively in the United States, but it's not available in China. We are a nation that ended oil exploration and production in the United States, just as the price of oil reached an all-time high. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people. And it will only get worse. It would never have happened with me as your Commander-in-Chief. And for four long years, it didn't happen. And China, with Taiwan, is next. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never, ever before. We've got a federal bureau of investigation that won't allow bad election changing facts to be presented to the public, where Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation when they knew it wasn't and a Department of Justice that refuses to investigate egregious acts of voting irregularities and fraud. And we have a president who is cognitively impaired and in no condition to lead our country, which may end up in World War III. We are a nation that no longer has a free press and has no fair press any longer. Fake news is all you get, and they are truly the enemy of the people. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions of dollars it has taken from us to build a military to rival our own. And just two years ago, we had Iran, China, Russia, North Korea, and all of the rest in check. They weren't going to do a thing against us. And everyone knows it. They respected the United States, and they respected America. And perhaps most importantly, we are a nation that is no longer respected or listened to around the world. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty, freedom, and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every single list. We are a nation whose once revered airports are dirty and crowded and a mess, where you sit and wait for hours and then are notified that the plane won't leave, and they have no idea when it will. A nation where ticket prices are through the roof, they don't have the pilots to fly the planes, They don't want or seek qualified air traffic controllers, and they don't know what they are doing. We are a nation that has lost its confidence, willpower, and strength. We are a nation that has lost its way, but we are not going to let this continue. Two years ago, we were a great nation, and we will soon be a great nation again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We will stand up to the radical left lunatics and rhinos, and we will fight for America like no one has ever fought before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory. We cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever, ever, ever back down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a small chance of victory. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and to God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we're on together has only just begun and it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We are one movement, one people, one family and one glorious American nation. So with the help of everyone here today and citizens all across our land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. God bless you. Thank you, Ohio.